revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Career Revamp. I'm your podcast host, Alicia Perkins, and I'm a career development coach that teaches stuck professionals how to see their value, stop settling, and increase their salaries while being able to honor their boundaries. And welcome back, guys, to another episode. I am fresh off of COVID. Yes, I was able to survive two and a half years of being COVID-free, and bam, the COVID has ransacked my household. <laughs> so we have been inside fighting for our lives for two weeks, but we are good now. I do have a little bit of a dry cough that I'm hoping that will go away. But yeah, we are doing good. And whoever said that COVID was like a cold, can y'all stop lying to people? Like it is nothing like a common cold. Like my first day of having COVID, I was literally like curled up in a ball, crying to my husband, telling him I think I'm about to die because of the severe body aches and pains that I felt in my body. So y'all stop lying to people. It is not like the cold, but I am back. And so I want to talk about this episode, like why do people keep picking bad jobs? And, you know, you got to realize like once after the third, fourth and fifth job of things just not working out, it could possibly be that you are doing something wrong, right? So I want to talk about today the reasons why people keep picking bad jobs, because <laughs> I think that is going to be key, right? Because I'm pretty sure we all have like, have had those jobs. We're like, oh, child, what is this, right? But when you're finding yourself in a continual habit of always picking the wrong job or just always ending up in the same situations in your job, it's time to like start to take a look within and see, wait a minute, maybe I need to change the framework of how I choose the jobs that I choose. So I want to talk today about what are the reasons why you keep picking bad jobs and kind of how to avoid it. First of all, let me say this, right? I really feel like when you're always in survival mode, right? I think that's key reason how you can end up picking the wrong jobs. And let me say this, and I've said this before so many times on my podcast, I definitely know that there are times in our life where we have to pick survival jobs, right? Because, you know, if you have a family to feed, if you're just trying to survive, you don't always have the opportunity to be like really, I guess, selective. But those should just be seasons. This shouldn't be your way of life to where you're like Alicia from the age of 16 now to the age of like, you know, 57. (laughs) Every single job I've had up until this point has been horrible. But, you know, I definitely think that there is a season where you do have to kind of get those survival jobs. But I think when you act out of a state of just desperation, you really put yourself in a vulnerable spot to where you could possibly not pick a good fit for you. And that's why I say the best time to look for a job, guys, is when you have a job, right? Because now you're able to really look for a job and not feel the pressure of all of your bills adding up. But now you can kind of sit and be very picky about, you know, who it is that you want to work for, right? So always being in that survival mode can definitely have you making very rash decisions and not really sitting down thinking about what is it that this job has to offer, And not really seeing like the full scope of the job because you're like, oh, I just need a job right now. And so try to focus on moving away from that survival mode and start 
thinking about what is it that you can do to put yourself in positions to where you can actually thrive, right? Because surviving and thriving, baby, is not the same thing. And when you're focused on just survival, right, every day just becomes about just doing what you have to do just so you can get the job done, just so you can do it all over again. Like, (laughs) what kind of like endless cycle does that sound like, right? I'm gonna say it again. Like every day just becomes about doing what you have to do just to get the job done so you can get ready to do it all over again. Right. And so and that's why when you look at your career, it's going to have to be more than just, okay. I just have to get this job done because you'll find yourself in this endless cycle of it's crazy. You'll find yourself being able to accomplish much. But then when you look back, you realize that you did not accomplish anything (laughs) because you're in this cycle of of, I just got to get the job done. I just have to survive. And then all this can really affect your the quality of life that you have. Because it's no longer about you. It's about, I just got to get this job done. And I want to let you know that your life is so much more than just what it is that you do for other people. You know, and so, and that's what I call a soul sucking job, right? When you tell yourself it is what it is, right? Kind of like, okay, you know, I know I'm in this very horrible environment. I know that I am in a position that is stagnating my growth. But you know what? It just is what it is, right? Because you're just fully engrossed in that survival mode and you're not really thinking about anything else outside of what you currently feel and see every day right and we got we got to know guys in order to even strive for more you got to realize that there's more out there for you right and I know a lot of us are just taught to just find a job and stay there for as long as possible you know and I guess the thing that we look forward to is the 401k right is that the expectation that our parents set for us just to go and Find that one job and stay there forever and die and just build a a retirement fund. But hey, who's to say that you even will live long enough to see that retirement fund, right? And also, like I said before, there's so much more outside of your life than just having to go to a place every day that makes you just feel dead inside. (laughs) And so this is why I do what I do, right? I do help people find careers, but over the last couple of years of my business, I've really dug so much more in depth with my clients that I work with because it's just not about wanting to shuffle you into another job, right? It's just, it's more about helping you find the fulfillment that you desire and helping you to find a career and build a career that's on your terms. And that's going to allow you to live the kind of life that you want to live because it is possible, right? If you start feeling like these people that are out there, that have very great jobs, that's being able to be paid the money that they desire and live the life that you want. If you start feeling like they are just lucky, then you really cut yourself short on so many things because it has nothing to do with luck, right? Because for one, I don't believe in luck. I believe in you knowing what it is that you want, getting clear on what you want and setting things in proper motion that is going to get you closer to what you want and so great things don't happen by chance I know that we live in a society where people are just doing their thing and it seems like wow this happened overnight but I can almost guarantee you that it took a great amount of work for that thing to happen and I want to let you know that if you are willing to put in the work if you're willing to be still enough get clear on what you want and seek out the help if you need it you can have that exact same thing right another reason why people you know tend to end up picking bad jobs is because you're not self-aware like you gotta start 
being self-aware, right? And for any of you who don't know, self-aware is exactly what it sounds like. Being aware of yourself, right? Being aware of your thoughts, of your actions. How do you respond to things? Like what are certain behaviors that you've taught yourself? Being self-aware, right? Knowing what kind of environments are you going to thrive in? What kind of environments are you going to sink in, right? What kind of boss do you need to have? What kind of position do you need to have? Like, what does the day need to look like in order for you to set yourself up for success, right? A lot of people don't think that. A lot of people just kind of hope and wish that things just, they just go right. But being self-aware and start to think about, okay, wait a minute, who am I now and what is it that I need to be the person that I desire to be, right? Or to have the career that I desire to have. What is it that I need to do? Who is it that I need to surround myself around? Who is it that I don't need to surround myself around, right? You got to start being aware of yourself and you got to start sitting down with yourself long enough to see where you are and what are those gaps that you are needing to actually feel, right? Because you know this, right? you like, you know what? Anytime I have to make a really big decision, I get too excited. <laughs> and this, I'm talking about myself, right? You know, I've gotten a lot better though, but I can get like really excited about things. And when I'm excited, like all reason, like goes out of the window. Like y'all, like <laughs> sometimes like all common sense, right? Because all I'm focusing on is like, and it's the thing, I will focus on not necessarily the thing that I see before me, but I'm thinking about, man, what this can actually become. So my excitement isn't even like birth for something that I can see at the moment, but it's like, oh my God, what, what can this thing actually be, right? And so, and that's not a bad trait, right? But I think it does need to be balanced out with some kind of like rationale in some kind of like, it needs to be balanced out with something else rather than just emotion, right? And so I know that about myself. So when I find myself getting really excited about something, I calm myself all the way down. So I'm like, Alicia, you need to calm down right now because you're just too excited. And this can be in the same way as you having to decide on a job, right? All you've heard is that, okay, I'm going to be making like an extra 15 grand more at this position. That's all you heard. So that's all you're excited about. So you're not even trying to consider what else is even involved in this job as far as the hours, as far as the people that you have to work with, as far as is there any growth opportunities, right? So it's like, yeah, you know, right now you're making an extra $15,000, but what other opportunities are beyond that? Or do you just want to be making just an extra 15K, five years on the road, right? So you gotta start looking at all of these things and not getting so caught up in the excitement of it, but that's, but you gotta be self-aware enough to know, wait a minute, I need to calm down. Like me, when I find myself getting really excited about something and I have to like actually make a really big decision, I get nervous, I'm like, hold on, okay. I need to stop and go pray about this because I'm too excited. So my excitement is almost like alarm bells <laughs> that goes off because I'm like, you need to calm down, right? Because you're not thinking in the right mind. And so I really think if people were more aware of how they make decisions, especially if you want that you know that you always need somebody else to agree with the choice that you are wanting to make, that's not a good thing either, right? Now, it's good to have some kind of accountability there. I think that's a good thing. But you know that you cannot make a decision about something unless somebody else agrees with you. Uh you can definitely end up in a bad job like that because 
people sometimes think that they know what is the best thing for you, but a lot of times they don't, right? And sometimes they want the best for you so bad, but they'll only keep you in safe options, right? So if anything that looks a little risky, looks a little bit unsafe, they'll be like, no, I don't think you should take that job, right? But them not realizing that the growth that you want, the money that you want, the opportunity that you want is on the other side of this job offer. But to them, it looks like it looks like too much of a risk, right? So being self-aware and knowing like what are those actual trigger points? How do you make decisions? What is the thought process that you use? What is the actual framework in your mind? Or just like I said, the process that you have to go through to make the right decision can help you from choosing the wrong job. Another thing that why people keep picking bad jobs is they have no expectations. Like it almost, I'm going to say this, you either have low expectations or you have no expectations. Like, you know, people always say, I really desire to have a job where they can pay me the money that I'm worth. Friend, like, okay, like that's, that's the bare minimum. Like, <laughs> what else do you want, right? And and I really feel like if you're only picking a job just based only on how much it pays you, that is a very low expectation. Even if you are being paid an extra 30K or extra 40K more, if that's the only expectation, it's a low expectation because studies have shown that when it comes to money, y'all, that is like the last reasons why people actually leave a job. It has to do a lot with the work-life balance. It has to do a lot with the growth opportunities. It has to do a lot with the environment. Those are the more well-known reasons, according to stats, as to why people leave their job. So if your only expectation is when you're wanting to choose a job, it's just to see how much I can make, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? And what you're saying is, is that my piece is for sale. Oop. Oh, I know somebody did not want to hear that, right? What you're saying is that my integrity can be bought at a certain price. Oh, that's what you're saying. If the only thing you're worried about is the money, you're saying that every other thing that I may need or want, that can be bought at a certain price. No, because at the end of the day, I'm telling y'all, having a great paying job is not worth all of the other stress and all the other trauma that can come with it. So having low expectations or having no expectations can set you up for failure, right? First of all, you need to start thinking, what is the growth plan for this job that I may want, right? What does the growth opportunities look like, right? Start thinking about what is the I think I had a podcast last month that talked about who you work for is more important than what you do. Like who would be the people that I'm surrounding myself with every day, right? Maybe that is more important than how much you're being paid is the, who do, who do I have to work around? (laughs) Like, because if certain people become too much, you can be like, you know what? Y'all can have this check, right? But getting clear on those kind of things, setting yourself up for success Because that's the thing, you don't realize that when you start putting you first, when you start putting your expectations first, no, first of all, when you get clear on what your expectations are, and then when you start putting those expectations first, you'll be surprised how the money you desire to make will automatically come. I tell y'all all the time, when I'm having to coach my clients, we talk about like, you know, their desired amount of money and things like that. And we even talk about what their skill set is worth in the current job space they're in now. But we don't even talk about that that much. Like we don't talk about 
money, 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 money the whole time. We don't. We have a moment that is addressed, right? So my client can be clear on what they want and what they should be in expectation of, but that's it. A lot of the other times I'm talking with my clients, we're talking about their expectations. We're talking about them setting values. We are talking about like their zone of genius. Like what is it that they want to be known by? We're talking about their overall career growth. We're talking about so much more other stuff, right? But my clients on average see a increase of salary around thirty dollars to $35,000. Why? Because it's about getting clear on what you want and it's about setting expectations and it's about you making those expectations known. Right. So if you get clear on that, y'all, everything else is going to come. And then my final reason why I really believe that people keep choosing bad jobs, is they don't think long term. And when I say long term, I'm not saying that, you know, this job has to meet every expectation for the next 10, 15 years. No, it needs to be. Does this opportunity bring me closer to the life that I want? Does this opportunity provide me a little bit more for the lifestyle that I desire than my last job did, right? So, and when I say provide, I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about time. Whatever it is that you desire, does this position get you closer to that? Because I tell people, you need to really think, what does the end game look like for you? And y'all, it can change, right? But you got to start somewhere. What does the end game look like? End game can be in the next five years, the next 10 years. Like what, what do you want that to look like? Because then you need to work backwards and make sure that all of the decisions that is being made by you is leading you in the right direction. But people don't think long terms when they pick a job. They don't even know if that particular company can support their goals, right? And this is why people end up in a job for a year and they're like, uh, I feel stuck, I'm gone, right? Because you never even thought about if this company could support your goals and if they could support your goals, how long can they support your goals for? Because you know that, wait a minute, in the next two years, I wanna be in some kind of lead role. Well, this particular company does not offer that, but I know that I can still gain the skills that I need. So I know that I'm only gonna be here for another another two years, right? So that expectation is set, but this position is still going to be able to allow me to gain the skills that can move me further along in my career. Baby, stop thinking small. Stop thinking right now. Stop thinking with your emotions, right? I tell people, hey, feel what you want to feel, but when it comes to you making a decision, (laughs) a lot of times your emotions is not the best thing that you want to use. And so I want you guys to get out of just how you feel right now and start thinking about, does these opportunities that I am being presented with, does it set me up for the life that I desire or does it push me further away, right? And, and I say that because you got to realize that you are not going to stay one way for the rest of your life. Neither should your career, right? As you are growing and changing, so does your career. And I know that everybody is always wanting to seek to be stable in their career, but, but understanding though, right? There are some seasons in your career that is not going to be stable, Okay, let me go ahead and just free a lot of you out there because everybody is looking to be stable. Everybody is looking to be secure, right? And that's what I'm saying, what I was saying earlier. You can't just keep thinking about how you feel at the moment. Like when I started my business, baby, I was not stable or secure whatsoever. (laughs) I had no clients. (laughs) I had no business experience, none of that, right? But now when I look almost three years later, right, I've been able to replace my husband's salary and my salary, right? But it took a process of me being able to get there. It didn't happen overnight, but 
it was a lot of times that I was not stable, right? Or I did not have the security that I desired when I was working a full-time job. But I kept my eye on the goal and I kept my mind focused on what it is I was striving for. So, you know, because sometimes you can be so focused on you just wanting to always feel stable and safe in your career and you're missing out on opportunities of growth. You're missing out on those positions that can provide you with the life that you want because you're thinking that your whole career path is going to be stable all the time. There's going to be moments of discomfort that you have to feel in order to get to the idea of success that you want. Maybe that was a word. I don't know who that was for, but that was a word. And I'm going to say it again. There's going to be moments of discomfort that you are going to have to feel in order to get to the idea of success that you want, right? Like every level, like moving to every level is not going to be some smooth path all the time, right? There's going to be times in your career that you're going to feel so unstable. You're going to feel, oh my God, I don't feel as safe as I would like to, but I got to remember that I'm on my way somewhere, right? So let's stop always wanting to feel safe and start looking for opportunities to grow. I don't know if this COVID, y'all, I feel like that COVID got me dropping so many gems, (laughs) on this podcast right now. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm preaching to myself right now. As I'm talking to you, I'm preaching to myself, right? So let's not always look for ways to be safe, but let's look for those opportunities of growth. Let's not be afraid to be challenged at times. Let's not be afraid to be unsure because the reality is not every job is meant to be your forever job, right? Staying stuck in the same role for too long, chances are your skills have stop growing. Chances are your skills have stopped growing, right? You have become stagnated in your skills because you were chasing after stability and you're not trying to chase after growth. Because I said, I said all the time, when you get comfortable, you stop growing, right? And also stop worrying about what other people told you what a good job is, right? Especially our parents, they have the worst habit of always wanting to tell us what is a good job is and what does a good job look like. But first of all, you got to know what is a good job for you. You may not mind having to work 50 hours a week. You may be perfectly fine with it. And the other person be like, I really only want to work about 30 hours a week, Alicia. And you know what? Nobody's wrong. All right. It's just that you got to find out what is good for you because a good job for somebody else can be like, oh yeah, you know, you can get this stable paycheck and you, you know, this is a very secure job. Like I tell you all the time, my mom told me to go to school so I could be a nurse and I did it for the first year, you know, because my mom said, if you be a nurse, you're going to always be able to find a job. Y'all, what was I thinking? Like, I cannot stand blood. I, if anything smells off of me, it makes me so nauseous to my stomach, like smells will throw me into a whole nother fit. Yeah. What was I thinking? But to my mom, that was considered a good job. But to me, that was considered my worst nightmare. Like I, I can't be around death like that every day. Like I'm too sensitive. <laughs> I would have been in somebody's supply closet crying every day, every time somebody looked like they was about to die, every time somebody died. Like what, what? But my mom told me, oh, that is what is considered a good job. So I want you to get clear on what you feel like is a good job for you where you are right now, right? And also if your employee is not providing you with those opportunities in your career to develop, then it's your responsibility to develop yourself is your responsibility to go find those opportunities that grant you access to the growth that you so desire. 
And so let's do a, a recap, guys, on the reasons why you keep picking the wrong jobs. For one, you always in survival mode, right? But I want you guys to start thinking about thriving rather than surviving. You're not self-aware. You have not gotten a clear idea on how you make the decisions that you make. And if the process that you use to make decisions, does that hurt you or does that help you? So not being self-aware, also not setting expectations or having low expectations. And then last but certainly not least, not thinking long-term. So guys, if you find yourself in any one of these categories, I want you to do better, right? And how one of the ways that you can do better is you guys can sign up for my newsletter. It is called Career Tea. I'm sending out exclusive content to my email tribe every week about ways to advance in your career, not only in your career, but yourself as a person. So go to careertea.me, that is careertea.me to sign up to be on my list so you can receive exclusive content from me every week. And so until next time, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.